Walker Lazesne, L-E-C-E-S-N-E, Lead Therapist and Addiction Counselor at the Cabin. COVID-19's legacy of mental health problems. Throughout the pandemic, we saw increasing numbers of people suffering from anxiety, depression, loneliness, and other mental health concerns. We also saw a sharp increase in addictive behaviors with social isolation and loss of human connection resulting in some of the nation turning to alcohol and in some cases drugs as a coping mechanism. For many people, the pressures of the pandemic played a role in deteriorating mental health. Here, Lee Hawker Lassens, lead therapist and addiction counselor at the cabin, looks at how the COVID-19 crisis has created a perfect storm of social prohibit prohibitions. Prohib yeah. uh, isolating restrictions, traumatic losses and relationship turmoil that will lead to a legacy of mental health problems for large numbers of people for many years to come. Key statistics, the National Drug Treatment Monitoring System revealed 3,459 new cases of adults seeking treatment for drug addiction, a 20% rise from April the previous year. The Global Drug Survey highlighted an increase in the taking of illegal drugs with a 44% rise in the use of cannabis and 28% increase in the use of pre prescription drugs. Public Health England revealed that in June 2020, 8.4 million people were drinking high levels, an increase from 4.8 million in February that year. Addiction, poor mental health warning signs, dist distinct changes in mood and personality such as lack of motivation, impulse behaviour and acting out of character, changes in friendship circles and or withdrawal from family life, work and social situations. Financial problems, concerns, changing daily routines, lack of concern about appearance and personal hygiene, isolation, anger management issues, changes in appetite and weight, changes in sleep patterns. Addiction counsellor Lee Hawker comments, increased drug and alcohol use during the most austere phases of the pandemic has for many been the flawed antidote for the associated prohibitions sorry I'm pronouncing that wrong, uh, restrictions, uh, loss of liberty and enforced isolation that have denied the, defined the pandemic. There will, I believe, be a darker enduring legacy that we have not yet lived through. The acute impacts of COVID-19 will see increases in psychological vulnerabilities, especially within individualistic societies where resilience and mental mental uh, resourcing is often more susceptible to the shock caused by acute catastrophes. Most addicts typically rely on their substance or behaviour of choice to block unwelcome emotions from overwhelming them. What addicts fear above all else is fear itself and to be left alone with this. Since the cabins relaunched this year, a significant number of clients who have admitted for intensive inpatient treatment have reported that the pandemic left them with little to do other than face their feelings of unbearable sadness, fear and regret. Since the outbreak we have seen both an acceleration and progression in addictive symptoms informed by unresolved grief 
isolation, domestic violence, acute and complex trauma, marked financial insecurity and identity crisis. Much of the crisis of identity report by clients who are now in treatment present with ego dystonic symptoms. These are characterized by thoughts, impulses and behaviors that clients report as either repugnant, distressing, unacceptable or inconsistent with their self-concept. Lee continues, COVID-19 has created a whole cross-section of society who have been forced to endure long periods of uncertainty and isolation. For a significant number, it is likely that the distant long-term progression of cases that warrant inpatient care will correlate with the proximal increases in substance and alcohol use we have seen during the pandemic. And everyone who develops a substance or alcohol problem is a rapid progressor, but even with a big with a time lag factored in, these cases will ultimately emerge and will translate into inpatient admissions in the near to medium future. It is important for someone who has addiction issues to get help, reclaim their life and get out of the vicious cycle of addiction. The sooner you and your loved one gets help, the better their chances of recovery which is why it's important to seek help at the very first signs of addiction. Uh, so um, it says here, editor's notes. This is uh, the, the notes uh, that they give people. Um, you can use it or you don't have to use it. It says, located in Chiang Mai, Thailand, the cabin is... Okay, so they're talking about the cabin. So I'm not really too bothered about that. So that's quite interesting. Uh, it goes on as well. I've uh, got another one uh, from the same person course he's a lead therapist and addiction counsellor so he's, uh, he's the man so let's uh, try and see if this is uh, something a little bit different yes this is uh, very interesting as well uh, the same guy he says uh, we'll just call him Lee Hawker right because I, I can't pronounce his surname Lee Hawker the lead therapist and addiction counsellor cabin looks at the rise in cannabis use and how cannabis induced psychosis can have an overall impact on not only mental health and well-being but also longer-term life opportunities. COVID-19 drastically changed people's social habits. Surveys show that young people began smoking more and drinking less during COVID-19 as there are no sanctioned places available for public consumption of uh, cannabis. Uh, use uh, remains something that people often do in their homes. Studies have also shown cannabis use has risen in correlation with reported mental health issues. People are using it as a form of self-medication from the red residual effects of trauma of COVID caused. Well, obviously it's well before COVID. Uh, a more mainstream permissive view of cannabis has also evolved over the last three to five years following decriminalization in the continental US and even in some Asian countries. This global sea change in opinion has what's that, sanded away many traditional apprehensions and despite people having started drinking more during isolation at the beginning of the pandemic many are now trying to balance that with cannabis use for health and re health reasons and self-medication for stress anxiety and depression unfortunately the advertising of medical uh, cannabis does not tell the full story research into drug trends show that seven out of ten drug purchases across all periods of the pandemic were for cannabis. We know now from multiple surveys that drug use increased rather than decreased since the start of the pandemic. Of particular concern is 
cannabis use is, uh, um, is linked to an increased risk of developing several psychiatric conditions, including schizophrenia, depression, anxiety. Uh, the gateway drug, because of subcultural norms, permissive values of group members, and increasing potential exposure to other drugs, cannabis has become known as a gateway drug. Uh, where there is cannabis use, there is increased chance of other drug availability. For those willing to experiment, this can lead to the development of other substance use disorders. Cannabis-induced psychosis. Cannabis is known to, as a risk factor for the onset of schizophrenia and cannabis-induced psychosis. While the underlying mechanisms are not well understood, studies have found that cannabis use is involved in 50% of schizophrenia, psychosis and schizophrenia. What's that? Schizophrenia. I don't know, so psychosis use schizophrenoform schizophrenoform I've never heard of that before a study published in the Lancet found that people who smoke cannabis daily have a five times greater risk of developing psychosis compared to people that have never smoked the shit there are several factors that may make a person more likely to experience psychosis after using the drug uh, which is heavy use chronic long-term use, age and ex existing vulnerability to psychosis. When people experience psychosis as a result of cannabis use, they may experience several different symptoms associated with a break from reality. Oh, do I know that? Symptoms of uh, weed use uh, induced psychosis include hallucinations. These are char characterized by sensory experiences that are not real and including seeing and hearing uh, and even feeling things that do not exist. Paranoia, this is a type of thinking that people uh, that causes people to feel suspicious and distrustful of others. Grandosity, grandosity, grandosity. <laughs> right, I need my specs. <laughs> grandosity, right. I'm not reading this right. Grand, grandosis, right, okay. Uh, this involves having an exaggerated sense of power and importance. People experiencing grandosity often feel they are superior or invulnerable to harm. Feelings of, of being persecuted, this is an aspect of paranoia where people believe that others are trying to harm them. Of particular concern are teenagers who use weed. Adolescents have a great higher risk of experiencing psychosis. Research suggests that this might be due to the emotional challenges that sometimes contribute to um, weed use. Regular weed use, or cannabis, which, whatever you want to call it, um, by teens also affects the brain in a variety of ways, in impacting cognition, learning and development. Richard, uh, research shows that people who use weed and have a certain variation of the AKT1 gene responsible for coding of for an enzyme affecting dopamine signaling are at greater risk for experiencing psychosis. People who have the genetic variant and who, are, who use um, weed daily have a seven times high, higher risk of developing psychosis. Other gene variants also play a role in increasing the risk to, of adults who use weed as teens developing psychosis. People may also experience symptoms during psychotic episodes including irritability anxiety and racing thoughts. When psychosis is triggered by using a substance such as weed, 
these symptoms are acute rather than persistent. That, that means they typically res resolve once the substance leaves the body. However, consequences of what happens while someone may be experiencing cannabis-induced psychosis may be far longer lasting. Impaired judgment and reasoning can also easily lead to further drug use uh, with in, uh, increases over time rather than decline. Cannabis-induced psychosis can also have an overall impact of mental health and well-being, increase the likelihood of progression of habituated use of cannabis and other drugs through social group membership and affecting longer-term life, uh, life opportunities as a result. So there you go. That's the uh, this this is all about addiction, um, and I've uh, I've had many emails to do this, uh, so I have, and that is from um, a lead therapist and addiction counsellor. So he knows what he's talking about. Uh, very professional individual. Um, so uh, it's up to you what you uh, what you what you think of that. I take my glasses off now. It's okay. Um, I don't really need to um, say any more. Um, I think it says it itself, really. Um, so, yes, if, if the people that have contacted me are concerned parents, um, and um, I hope, uh, despite the some of <laughs> some of the poor pronunciations, I hope this is uh, of some help to you. And um, I, 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 I remember my last words now on this. I remember um, a Channel 4 program. I've, I really remember this. It's stuck in my brain. Um, but I can't find it. It must have been deleted. But it was there. And it was a, a kid. Uh, I think he was 16. Ginger Edward. And he, he ended up, because of this um, cannabis uh, use, this really heavy skunk. It might have been skunk or something really stronger than that. And um, he ended up in a mental health ward. And and it, and they, they, it was because of his addiction, and he came on. He he was crying for help, man. Like, yo, I mean, he was literally crying for help. He he was he was fucked, man. He was gone, and it also it, it also kind of um, kind of ties in with recent um, things. Um, the use of um, that gas, the laughing gas nitrous oxide and um, now we're seeing now we're seeing massive canisters <laughs> fucking hell right I smell I, I, I know what those kids were on last night it was just shocking everyone was watching them um, and uh, they had quite a few people and it, it stunk I mean the whole area where they were stunk of methane or what it sounded it smelled like methane but it was something totally different um, but yeah, you know, you know, you know it. You know what we're up to straight away. But uh, there's a a woman there. Actually, a few people have come out now, uh, saying um, that long-term use of that um, will cripple you. You'll end up in a wheelchair. Um, so, and they're all coming out saying, uh, "Don't take it. It's not worth it." So it just ties in. Do you know what I mean? Now, I don't know what I don't know what's going to do to your brain long term. No idea at all. But um, I would imagine it's not only um, disability, but I think it will also be um, your your brain will function 
differently, I would imagine. You'd be a totally different person, I would have thought, after long-term use. You know, once you start on that shit, you know, it's hard to get off it, and you'll just keep using it. I think there's a woman, a half-gas woman, or mixed-race woman. I think, I think that's the term now these days. You can't say anything about them people anymore, can you? It's all right for them to call us whitey and hunkies and, and rednecks and all that. But we can't say black or we can't even say black anymore, can we? Anyway, that's another thing. Um, so it's a bit strange that one. We're we're a racist to our own skin colour, uh, I'm afraid. Um, yeah. Well, that's another another story for another time. Um, could those get into that one? There's no problem. But this one is about addictions, isn't it? So um, this woman, um, she she was on sixty. These small canisters, don't forget, not the big fucking things that I've seen uh, recently. This uh, small silver canisters, and um, she was on 60 a day, fucking hell, she was totally addicted to this shit, and um, and it fucked her up, long term use, don't forget, not just sort of overnight, you know, and, and, and I'd say that this guy, Lee Hawker fella, um, I'd say, and add to it, that it's not straight away, these the symptoms come on, come on. Do you know what I mean? It could be over time. I suppose it's I, I suppose it's like anything in it. You know, you, if you the more you take of something, the more you're gonna get. The more you're gonna fuck up. So I'd say that was uh, more. He didn't put that, but I, I'm I'm adding to it. It's over time. It's not straight away. Same with uh, no, it's not the same as cigarettes because that that's gonna catch you when you're older. It's not well. It will catch you within. Well, if, you, if you're a heavy user, you're not going to be able to breathe very well after about I reckon about a year. Your breathing completely affected, and you're never going to get that back. Do you know what I mean? If you stop, you're still not. Your fucking lungs have been compromised. So, but that's heavy use. Uh, but over time, you know, if you just like a, a normal thing, you just do the what twenty, thirty, whatever they are, and. Um, you're fairly, you know, you're, you're consistent, but you're not a heavy user. You're like a moderate user. It'll catch you when you're about 60, 65, something like that. Take about 10 years off your life. So, some people, I don't know how that works, but some people can can live the whole their lives straight straight to it. But how do you know that? You know, some people say, oh, but my my grandmother smoked like a trooper and she, she died of a grand old age of 76 78 but how can you say that that it didn't affect her life because she could have had another 10 years on top of her life how do you fucking know do you know what I mean so anyone says that to me they're just making excuses so um, so yeah it'll catch you it'll catch you eventually some people earlier than others you know depends doesn't it it all depends on the situation so with the, with this um cannabis thing it's uh, very strong so I, I don't know I don't know how long I know um, I, I had a friend um, a weed user and he respected me he, he respected me because he knew I didn't like it and and uh, in fact he respected everyone he was a very nice guy I mean you know he was a he was a heavy user but uh, he respected me you know and um, Fair play to him, you know. Fair play, but um, look at him now, you know. I mean, it's only been about sort of. Let me see now. When was the last time I saw him? 
It's been a long time. <laughs> it's about uh, actually no, I seen him in a car once just uh, recently. Uh, beat me, you know. But um, he's now a walking uh, plant. <laughs> it's basically a walking plant. It's, it's it's fucked him up. Completely fucked him up. Totally different guy. He's a uh, so eight was it? How many years? So eighteen. How many years has been doing it? Another five years maybe. Takes a bit of time, but eventually you end up like a fucking walking dummy. You will. You'll end up that way. So it could. It all depends on the on the person. How strong. It's not even how strong-willed you are. It's, that, it's how. It's when it gets you. It gets you. Could be quite quicker than that. But I think if uh, if you're a child, and this is what this is really aimed at. Um, I'd say, um, I'd say it'd be quite quick. Um, so, anyway, guys, um, I hope that is of some interest to you guys. I know, um, like I say, there's been many people contact me um, through the email system on a different email that I, I, I would use on this uh, computer. Um, but um, I have many email addresses. <laughs> um, so, um, but I've read off this email uh, to things from Lee Hawker and I hope that has been of help and of use to you guys thank you very much for tuning in thank you to Lee Hawker um, thank you very much for um, the emails um, and uh, I, I actually asked a question about cannabis I wanted to know um, what the situation was what it would do to people um, because I don't think people realise I think they think, oh, it's it's not done me any harm, but it is actually doing you harm. <laughs> uh, but I think that's part of the grand grandosity. You think you're something else. It makes you think you're something else. You're un, you're untouchable. You make ah, well, it won't hurt me and all that kind of thing. You know what you're talking about. That's the grandosity. That's what it does. Is part of the 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 side effects of of taking this shit. You know, so. Um, so you're actually displaying, when you start saying all these things, you're displaying one of the symptoms um, of uh, psychosis. And of course, there's other psychiatric disorders that come from that. And that has been proven well and truly to me. Anyway, guys, I will get going. Thank you very much to uh, everybody who's contacted me. And thanks again. I'll be back with another one. Stay safe. Bye-bye.